0: hello and welcome to episode 61 of the talk nintendo podcast i am one of your hosts casey gibson and joining me this fine thanksgiving pre-thanksgiving eve times two and a half perry Burkham. oh casey i oh man i i over the
1: course of this podcast you know i've I've slowly been evolving my way of recording of, of my sitting and whatnot. Um, I have like a reclined chair. Like it's not, it can't. It's not a recliner, but like when you sit back, you know, like it rests your back. It's really, really nice. But I haven't used an ottoman until tonight, and now my legs are up. Oh my goodness! So, I'm so, so you were? I might fall asleep during this.
0: You were quite literally. In the comfort zone for this podcast, right here, is what you're telling me. Oh, you're in the, I am in the zone. I am. I'm in. The, I am in the zone. So, yeah. How, how's it going? Not too bad. I am not nearly as comfortable as you are. Um, I'm just in here, a standard computer chair up on the desk. Uh, Ugh. You know, pretty pretty bare bones, and you know, not all of us can afford the bells and whistles of uh, pure comfort, like uh, <laughs> some of us can. But you the know bells what? Bells and whistles <laughs> of comfort. Hey, I like man. That. Yeah. But you know what? We're going to get through this and I think this is going to be a good episode. We've got uh of course, we've got what we're uh what we've been playing, what we're going to be talking about. We've got another Switch exclusive eShop roundup. Then uh yep. head over to the the saloon and the old news block and then I think we got a a fun little treat for the topic of the show, don't we? Heck yeah. Can we are we going to announce it? Yeah,
1: I think uh yeah, it was yeah. Well, in the name of Thanksgiving, which is a fantastic holiday. Um, beautiful. It's beautiful. I mean, you know, where you can sit and you give thanks to the blessings that you have in life. And, you know, and we're going to do that
0: with video games. Mm. Now, only if we'd prepped. We could have uh, gotten like a turkey leg and some, some mashed potatoes. Maybe. I don't really like stuffing, to be honest with you. <gasps> not Casey. a stuffing man. You know what Casey I do like, though?
1: Reginald Gibson. boo how dare you.
0: You know what I do like, though? What? Some good old-fashioned green beans, baby. That, that, or peas, excuse me, uh, not uh, beans. Wait. I hate green beans. Wait,
1: green bean casserole? You don't like that?
0: No, I don't mind green beans, I should say. But no, peas. I, I'm in love with peas.
1: Mm. Mm. Oh, I love all food. I really, I do. I have officially... And you know what? I <laughs> It's funny that I mentioned that because just well, on Sunday, we had Thanksgiving with... Uh, my wife's family and they made these yams like can't like sweet potatoes you know mm-hmm, and, yep, and yep and boiled them and cut them and and brown sugar and marshmallows and baked them and it's like eating like it's like a dessert basically it's so good and so that was the like the last yams? like the yep candy yams the last thing off my list it's like i now like all food
0: <laughs> yeah, my my brother's a big yam, yam fan. Oh, man. That's a weird so thing to good. say. Yam fan. Yam, yam fan.
1: Yam fan. That
0: is weird. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't blend together nicely. But but yeah, anyway. we're, Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> I mean, the best the best food holiday in America for sure.
0: Yeah, and and since we won't be able to feast on any food here on the podcast, we're going to just feast on some of our favorite and uh I don't want to say favorite, games we're most thankful for, because I definitely have a couple games I'm going to talk about that I would not put in the upper echelons of right. my favorite game, but, you know, their importance is there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But yeah, so that's going to be fun. But before we do that, you have been playing an ungodly amount of video games this week, and it's not yeah. getting any lighter next week, so no, you better just uh, start, start talking before uh, we run out of time here.
1: <laughs> well... So I, I have a bunch that I'm doing rev- – I may be reviewing four games right now. But, um, You're an animal, I, a straight-up yeah, animal. I, I haven't finished a bunch of them, and I'll, I'll save them for next week. But one – the one I am going to talk about um, is Batman, the Telltale series. <laughs> So Casey, I have never played a Telltale game
0: ever, not once. I have played one chapter of The Walking Dead on my Vita a couple years ago, but okay. yeah, I don't, I don't have a ton of experience with it. But I yeah. have an idea of what they're, what they are.
1: Yeah, very interesting having a Telltale game on Vita, like the the portable. Um, I guess that would be. See, here's the thing, I, it, it's. What I figured out is, sure, there are some game elements, but it feels like you're watching a Netflix show. Like, at least the Batman one does. It feels like I'm watching, like, a superhero show, you know, like, Netflix exclusive. That's (laughs) that's the best thing I can think of. Yeah, no,
0: I I could agree with that. Um, I know I've seen screenshots of Batman, and it looks gorgeous, where... um, the uh, Walking Dead sort of had more of a, a Borderlands feel, which it's still very good looking, yeah. but more of that cartoony kind of look well, to it, you know, cell shading. I mean, I,
1: it does have, it has this And, well in Batman. It has that cell shading type look, but it just, you know, it, I think it fits. They do a great job with the production, like fitting it to the Gotham universe. Mm-hmm. And now, this is a completely unique story like it doesn't it's not based off anything it has its own like universe basically um this is the first season so there there are i think the third episode of the second season is out um but that's not included on this this is just the first season and um yeah uh it uh it really caught me by surprise how amazing the production overall of this game It, it unbelievable like the voice acting, the the audio production, um, but then and the visual. I mean, just the the direction, like the, the shot by shot. Oh my goodness! It's like a you know, it's like it's like just as good, you know. As, I mean, of course it's it's you know it, it's very video gamey. There's some awkward you know, uh, polygons and stuff of, you know, sometimes the movement of like, it's not like Pixar animation. It's not like the most amazing animation, but for like, it's almost like a comic book, you know, it's a very well-produced comic book movie show thing. (laughs) 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 But the main hook of this, right, is that you can just, you can make decisions and let the story go in different ways. Now it, it doesn't really change the way the story goes a lot. I mean,
0: doesn't it, just, some... doesn't it sort of just change the interactions between characters more so? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd
1: say it's more like you're in a conversation with someone and then you get these options for these choices and it's like, well, which one of these sounds more interesting to you? Like, what do you want them to talk about right here? H- how do you want to react to how they say, you know, and now not necessarily changing the story in a big thing, but but they will remember things you know and it'll say you know commissioner gordon will remember that you know or whatever <laughs> and uh I like yeah that. it tells you it tells you every time mm-hmm. you know that when you do something um really cool so for so for instance you can make decisions as you go to be like overly violent or to be a little more tame and then that will follow you and you'll have you'll you'll have like uh, what am I looking for? Uh, like a fault, follow- not a following, but the, the people will know you as being violent. Yeah. Reputation, sort of, reputation. Yeah. right. Re- yeah. Yeah. Your reputation, you know, kind of. And so like, you know, I, I, <laughs> I take, I take movie, you as
0: someone who goes in and tries to be good before resulting to, or, uh, you know, going to violence. Well, maybe when I'm not Batman. Ooh.
1: But when I am Batman... Now, here's the thing. I mean, like, when you know when you're watching a dang movie and this stupid, like, you know, you know that this guy's evil and, 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 he's, and he's talking to you and they get down and then they punch him and then he falls to the ground and they don't make sure he's dead and then they walk away and then he gets back up. You got to do the double I mean. tap, man. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, so I'm the kind of guy that, like... Okay. If there is this guy who just murdered a bunch of people, I'm gonna kill the guy. I I'm not gonna you know now as Batman. You don't kill guys. I'm um, sending the police to your house. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it's the kind of thing where like it's so annoying. it's like You want uh, Swift
0: justice when it comes to y- these I want
1: Absolute swift prairie justice is what they like they like to call it. Um you know where I just take it into my hands. Like, why would I, why would I have them go through? I don't want the police to have to deal with this guy. I don't want to have have a huge, you know. And you don't kill people, right? Because it's Batman. But, like, for instance, you might break a part of their body where yeah, they can't s- do snap a what bones. they want to do. Yeah, which is the funniest. And I know that that's kind of the funny ironic thing with Batman. It's like, and. <laughs> As long as you know, he doesn't but, kill you, he'll do but I'm anything not going to kill you. you, but I'll
0: break every bone <laughs> in your body.
1: You know, it's like
0: That, that, was, well, pretty, the that was pretty good. pretty good, dude. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Yeah. Uh unfortunately, well, it makes sense. So Kevin Conroy, the voice of like all the other Batman like, you know, animated stuff and the Arkham games, mm-hmm. he actually isn't the voice of this. And I I think one of the the big reasons is because this is a young Batman. Um a lot of the, in fact, every single Villain, like classic villain, he's kind of meeting for the first time in the in the thing.
0: Okay, that's so, that's an interesting take on it. I sort of like yeah that. yeah bring it and back so to the roots. He's pretty young.
1: I think he's in the twi- like late twenties, even like he's yeah, and he's he, still a billionaire. That son of a gun. Well, you know, it's from his rich parents. And there's some really cool, really fun ideas on on you know the the Batman story that you all know. And it it's just, but it's nothing like. It's nothing like they're trying to be too crazy. Where it's like it's not Batman anymore. It's, yeah, it's yeah. just it's a really good story, and I I really 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 enjoyed it. Well, that's until, good to hear. <laughs> until 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 you got Telltale. Apparently, see, I I don't know the reputation that Telltale has for this kind of stuff, but now I do. Um, in the fourth episode, everything's going good, you know. Um. I'm doing this action sequence and I'm like, you know, like an hour and a half through the episode and uh, I, you know, you have like those command what do you those real-time events. Yeah, where well you uh, got to make the choices quick, yep. right? Yeah, and sometimes you have to like aim like with the with the analog stick and then hit hit a button to, you know, to shoot like a battering or something at something. And I I missed, you know, I wasn't ready for it and it killed me. You know, it's supposed to be pretty hard right there. And then, uh, the screen, like, you know, you just redo and it should back you up a little bit. Um, but the screen was just black and the audio was still going. Um, but the screen was just black and then I could pause the game, you know, I could pause the game, do switch the settings and stuff. Um, but that's it. Like I could go through the menu, but it's like, everything was working. It, It wasn't like a, like a hard, hard freeze. It was just, you know, um, and, uh. So I waited and waited, you know, probably 10 15 minutes and nothing happened. So, you know, I so as you're going through the story, there's there's this little save icon, you know, that pops up. Yeah, like the auto save. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Well, okay, I'll just go back and, you know, we'll start we'll start where, you know." And I go back and the only thing you can do is start from the beginning of the episode.
0: Mm.
1: And, and you said there, what, an
0: hour and a half in?
1: Yeah, yeah. Ugh, so, God. yeah. So, oh, that was the worst. And then, I had to teach some lessons, and so I had my beautiful and nice wife Jill. She she played through it like, you know, in handheld mode, and you know, up in our bedroom while I was teaching, and uh, she got to the point where I was, you know, and I got to the same part, and I died. Because there was a, it wouldn't let me do. Like I was completely ready for it, but the control actually wouldn't even work. It wouldn't even like go to where I could do it. The guy killed me, and the same exact thing happened. I couldn't do anything about it. So it was like three hours, like, dude, that's terrible.
0: That's terrible. no! it, It
1: and and you know what? It like it is terrible. It really is, and it's such a darn shame because that game is. Unbelievable! Remember, I was texting you like crazy, right? Yep, yep. I mean, remember, I was just like, "This is amazing! Like, I, I can't believe how good the story is. How engrossed I am and everything. Like, it was it like you know, and I you know, I I'm like like I'm reviewing it, you know, and it's like, dang it, this might be another freaking high review, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> for, yeah. for goodness' sake, you know, and uh, and we get to the point, and it's just it's one of those things where, and I've been t- sending a few emails with with Telltale. They asked me about it and apparently and I and this is good. I I'm glad. Apparently this is not a, a common thing. Like they haven't had, and no one else has had this problem. Uh so that's good. So I'm taking that into account. But um I wonder if I it's had this
0: one of those things where if you uninstalled it and then reinstalled it, but then I feel like at that point you'd most likely end up losing all of your progress, right? Like I, I exactly. doubt you can uninstall but keep the save.
1: Right. I right. So you know, I'm talking with people on staff and we're all talking about it. And then my wife was like, hey, why don't we just start on episode five? Because it was like at the very end. There's probably like 10, 15 minutes left of episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, well, you know what? Like, that makes sense, you know? And uh, so we did that. And unfortunately, <laughs> when we did that, it just redid all of the options that I had made up until that point. Uh, oh, it just wrote them in <laughs> randomly. Uh. So it just made there is no difference, but you know, it, like I said, it's not like the options make things super drastically different. Like, for instance, maybe a per, a relationship you won't have that relationship anymore with someone, or you'll end it like not liking them, or you'll end it like, liking them. Like, it's one of those things where, but it's not like gonna like completely change the story. It would be I, cool if it did, but it, it's also good that it doesn't. For this for reason.
0: that for yeah, I was going to say for that instance. I was going to say yeah. it's still disheartening though because oh, you is. did play through just about four complete chapters and yeah. you know, you lose your progress because of something like yeah. that, which is a yeah, pretty, it, pretty big it, bummer, it, you know.
1: It, it's a huge bummer. And and I just the thing the reason why it's such a huge bummer is, is because I love the game so much and I really cared about the story. And, um, you know, it's just it's like I don't like all 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 the production going into this, you know, all of the beautiful storyboards and, and direction and, and voice acting and just top notch performance. It, and then just to be, you know, to hit something like this, um, it just really is a darn it shame. It took the wind That's out all of I your sails. Tell. It really did. It, it, you know, it, it's like I, ah, I forgot things like that could happen. And so, um, you know, and, like, going through the fifth chapter, I'm, like, terrified out of my mind that it's going to happen. Yeah, every, like every turn it's like, you're just it's, like, being scared that the game's going to crash is not a good feeling to have while playing a game. So, like, I spent, you know, it's, like, are you kidding me? I can't start anywhere? Like, let me start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you, you know? think if they were
0: doing the auto-saves along the way, that it would yeah. just send you back to the next closest one, you know. But yeah, but yeah. It, it seems it, it, like it wouldn't have mattered because you would have just ended yeah. up running into that same issue every time, yeah. most likely. But I,
1: I think what they should do with these games, if if apparently this is a very common thing with game with Telltale games, they should just make it so you can go to any part. At least when they have the seasons released at once, go to any part. That just have the have the the dang script. And 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 the checkpoints, and you can go to any part you want and start anywhere, like just like if you were watching.
0: And input certain things maybe would be cool, you know, like oh, I chose this, 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 and that. Yeah, because it's like I want to watch it, but
1: if anything like this happens, I should be able to just quickly go through and make the big decisions. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a backup, and I feel like, and even if, you know, so, and then you can save files and stuff. So this is one of the things where. Hopefully it gets patched, and I, I really hope it does. You know, and, and if it does, I would definitely go through the whole thing and play. It. Like I'm looking forward to playing it again. Um, it, it's it's really good, but unfortunately, I have to tell people this. You know. Oh but yeah, yeah. It didn't like completely ruin the experience for the, but it it did just you know was a punch to the gut. But you know, so if uh, hopefully it doesn't happen to anyone. But now I guess anyone listening to this who's going to play it is going to be scared to be the weary. Yeah. they're going to be like, Oh no,
0: not chapter four. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I did play through chapter five and there was no problems. And, uh, so there's that, but, um, anyway, uh, yeah, that's Batman, the telltale series. Like I said, uh, I'm going to have my review up pretty soon. I, I was, I've kind of been talking with them and seeing what was going on first before I posted. Um, and so, uh, yeah, look forward to that. And, uh, yeah darn shame such a darn shame Mm. but what's not a darn shame i tell you what
0: yep is a little game i think we've both been playing and i can say i think with complete certainty because we've been playing together (laughs) (laughs) so i actually know you've been playing this game (laughs) we've been playing and i'm sure a lot of people have been playing good old rocket league
1: Oh, Rocket League. Oh, man. I I, I think everything that I've heard about it, I think it's lived lived up to that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had played this game um, originally on the PS4 when it came out. Um, They did the free... It was free with uh, PSN, or uh, PS Plus, if you had uh, the online, you know, uh, subscription. Mm -hmm. This was a free game, and I actually didn't get it for free at the time because... uh, you know, by the time it caught wind and everyone was talking about it, it was off of uh, PSN, or I keep calling it PSN, PS Plus. So I didn't get it for free, but I ended up buying it because the hype was just so much. And I, I played it, and I had a fun time, and I could definitely see yeah. where, um, you know, why people have fallen in love with this game and become mm-hmm. so addicted. But for me, it was like, okay, you know, I played it, whatever. Um, and even when I picked it up on the Switch, um, I played... You know, the first night, it, it came out on a Tuesday at midnight. So it was Monday night going into Tuesday morning at midnight. And I think you were busy or something, or maybe it took so long to download, we didn't get to play. So I ended up playing a couple matches by myself, and I'm like, alright. Like, cool, Rocket League, fun. And, uh, of course, anyone who doesn't know what Rocket League is, uh, the you know, the the real quick and dirty explanation is it's like soccer with cars, you know, in in this big right. ge- arena, with, uh, walls. It's literally sock car. Yeah, and it's like you're in a in an arena, and you're completely enclosed in, so the ball can hit off the ceiling, the walls, and you could ride up on the walls and onto the ceiling and all that jazz. But yeah, so I was like, all right, this is it is what it is. But when we started playing together, is really when it's like, oh my god, this game is so good. Um, yeah, I mean, it really is. It is so much better when you can when you have someone on Skype, or if you want to be crazy and try and use the uh, the nice. Nintendo app. Um, to to talk to one another and to is that on there, it should be right. No, it, it, isn't it just like a, the only thing that supports it is isn't it isn't it Splatoon? I thought it was just like you could connect to people on your Switch. Like it didn't matter if you were in the game. I don't know. What I I don't know.
1: It, no, Casey. <laughs> I, I'm giving no. it too
0: much credit, I guess. But um.
1: Oh yeah, you can't do anything like that. So, yeah, you can so, only do it in private battles on Splatoon Two.
0: For some reason, I thought, like, if you were friends on the Switch, you could, like, jump into a room to talk while playing a game. But...
1: <laughs> no, you can't do anything like that.
0: You don't have to laugh at me, Jim. Jimmy. <laughs>
1: Jinx? <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you.
0: Yeah, sure. But anyway, <laughs> jump on Skype, play with some friends, and it is so much fun because, I mean, it's just so much better to be able to communicate, and, like, they have you know, um, like quick commands, like, uh, I'm going, like I defense or, you know, I'm going, I got it kind of thing, which you can use. And that'll definitely still be helpful, but just to be able to be like, Hey, I'm going to stick back. You go up and attack or, you know, like when you're in the corner and you're like, I'm going to dish it out front, like heads up. It's just so easy with uh communication to be able to try and get some plays going in for me. And, uh, Perry knows this all too well. And I think he's probably in the same boat. We we get in like I get into position. Like I'm always in the right position. And I'm like, Oh yes and I could just never execute what I want to do. Um mm-hmm. you know, like oh like oh there's the ball. I see where it's coming, I know where I need to go. If I hit it like this, perfect. And then like I'll just completely miss it or like oh, I hit it way <laughs> yep. too much on the side and now the ball's in the corner, not near the net at all. And it's like, ah, dang it. But,
1: and then you play with people who can always hit it exactly.
0: Oh, yeah. They're just perfect every time. Yeah. But you know what? That that one out of ten times that I hit it perfectly and just how I wanted to hit it, oh, it, it makes it so satisfying and it's just like, oh, yeah. this is why I, I need to keep playing this game because yep. of moments like that. And it sort of reminds me of uh, a little bit of Goner in the sense, I mean, not the game the gameplay, not at all. But the, that sense of, like, in the beginning when you first started to play, and you're like, I'm so bad, but every once in a while I get that one run that's just so satisfying that I have to c- continue to keep playing, that's yep. Rocket League. It's like you get those yep. games and the moments in the game that you're just like, oh, it felt so good. So good.
1: Yes. it it,
0: it, it Exactly. The Rocket League has...
1: I think one of the, my favorite parts about it, too, is, like, the customization. I mean, it, because it's all kind of aesthetics, and you're always unlocking stuff, like, every match.
0: Oh, yeah, it's super satisfying. And and usually it's just something so minuscule or, like, oh, like, oh now you've got a new exhaust when you hit the boost. And, and a lot of them are pretty similar, you know, like, oh, it's just a different color. But like those occasions when you unlock something cool, like my ten gallon hat that says "Champ" on it.
1: Oh man, so jelly.
0: Oh, and it's like yes, yes.
1: So jealous. Oh, it, it's so good. It, it is, and it's just funny. It makes me laugh every time I see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, it's. I mean, um, I guess we could touch a tiny little bit. I know uh, we got some other games to talk about too, but the the loot boxes in this game are strange because they give you the loot box or they, they call them crates. You earn these, yeah. again, like how we said, you sort of randomly always unlock something after every match, it seems like. And uh, mm-hmm. you'll get these crates, and at first I'm like, oh, sweet. And like, I like I saw it, and it was like a possibility of, and they had a bunch of things listed in there. And I'm like, okay. like, And I I, I think I tried to click on open it, and I, I was like, that's weird. It didn't. And then we got into another match. Um, but then, of course, when you go back and look at it, you need to purchase keys. From the eShop Ooh. with real money to open up these crates, and I don't know how many items are in the crate. I mean, there, you get one item, but there's like a. It rolls between like. I don't know if it's 8, 10, or 12 different items in there, so you got, you know, a possibility to get. So you pretty much know what you're gonna get. Like, you're gonna get one of these 10 items, and it's just a, a roll uh, to see what you get. So that's sort of weird. Um, I wish there were ways that you could unlock keys in-game, even if it was, like, a difficult thing to do. Like, oh, you hit level 30, like, here's a key, you know. But it, I, I'm pretty sure it's uh, exclusive to real-life uh, real, real life monies.
1: Yeah, it's, that is such an interesting way to unlock stuff.
0: You know what, though? I mean, I don't know if um, if there are things that are literally just locked to the crate... Um, you know what I mean? Like if it's like you can only get this through the crate, or if it's just the crate has a bunch of rare things, so you have a better chance of getting the rare items.
1: But yeah, and I don't, I don't think you get doubles, right?
0: I, I don't think so, but I don't quote me on that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But you can trade to to
0: people. Yeah, what's cool is I guess, um, like say you have three or four crates. If you find someone that is looking for an item in one of your crates, you could trade that crate to them. For items, or you could trade it, say, hey, like, give me a key so I can open my other crates, you know? So, but I don't know how you would find a partner outside of like one of your friends that might have it, you know? I don't know if maybe you can go online. Well, probably online, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe on, yeah, yeah. there's got to be some sort of like form that maybe uh, you can trade on. But
1: I mean, we were playing last night and there's 50,000 people playing at the same time as us. Yeah. I mean, the
0: the cross, uh, I mean,. Again, oh, that
1: is such a cool thing, isn't it?
0: Uh, the crossplay is nice, and I've have only been disconnected from a game once.
1: Yep, My, it was last night, y- right? Yeah, and
0: it was right after I praised how great the online infrastructure. Yeah, was. that was
1: hilarious. <laughs> You're like, man, this is the best online ever, and then literally seconds after that, We got booted from <laughs> the. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was like it, it was like the switch was listening, you know. But no, outside of that one match, and we've. We've been playing a lot of Rocket League over the last week or so.
1: We have. I I bet we've put in a good like 8 hours. I'd say probably even more.
0: Yeah, maybe more. But uh yeah, yeah no. So I mean And
1: David Lloyd's been playing with us too?
0: Old Old Jill as well?
1: And oh, yeah. Which which I I Okay, so I think we should cut it short here because we're going to be doing uh an impressions video on Rocket League for YouTube with game uh game footage a, and game footage and whatnot see how and, good you know, and bad
0: we are <laughs>
1: yeah 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 so uh yeah i i say we 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 save that kind of talk for for there not to not to tease everyone but we got a show to keep going yeah we can't just keep talking about rocket league
0: yeah we could easily continue to talk about rocket league yeah, but we could. i could also talk about a little something else i've been playing yeah well, and what's that that is rive ultimate edition for the nintendo switch
1: Okay, so I remember this game E3 2015, I believe, where there was a bunch of. They called it like Nindies at Home mm-hmm. from E3, and you could download these demos. And if you downloaded them on the Wii U you got uh, 15% off when like when they came out and Rive was one of these and I didn't download it for some reason I don't know why but uh, I just didn't see it or something and I just I do remember it being one of those and that was for the Wii U like two and a half years ago so <laughs> like it's finally out from two tribes which I I've, heard that they've closed shop I think um, that Two Tribes is no more
0: and I think that this is like are you sure their last thing something like that maybe there is something I, I, I know uh, they, they retweeted my review on Twitter but granted that could uh, you know I don't know if that's that could just be, of course, promoting the game as well, so I don't know if... Yeah, uh, I
1: don't know. There's something. Something's going on, but anyway.
0: But no, uh, anyway, so this game is a... It's like a, a shoot-'em-up cross-platformer, and that sounds weird, but it's amazing. Um, So, naturally, you know, when you're thinking of a shoot-'em-up, you're sort of thinking, all right, classic shoot em up you're either going horizontally or vertical you're sort of just in an open space shooting enemies and like sure there are some times you sort of have to like oh there's a, a plat like something coming out of the way I got to avoid that you know but pretty much you're flying and you're just sort of moving and just killing enemies as you go and you know oh this enemy drops a power up now my I'm, I'm a little stronger a little stronger uh then I die and, and then I got to start picking up the power-ups again but this game is not like that at all so it is very platform heavy, uh, so. Ooh, you got my attention. So you're like this little, you're in this little mobile, and it almost looks like a little like crab walking along the ground, and you, uh, you're pretty much like, okay, I'm gonna go find some loot in this big abandoned ship, or so you thought, kind of thing. So you go in there, you get mm-hmm. trapped, and you're trying to work your way out, and you know you're going through a bunch of different areas, and finally you get out and all of a sudden you're not really out cuz there's a more defense and anyway so this game blends that platforming and there is difficult platforming um you know not like so insane that it's you know like pixel perfect platforming but it, but there's some tight jumps and some some areas where you're really going to have to 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 concentrate because in the midst of this platforming is just chaos going on around you. So there's a lot of enemies coming at you, and you're going to. It's a twin stick shooter in that sense, where you're you know you're controlling um, with one stick, and you aim 360 with the other one. And kay. you know you're going to be facing a lot of enemies, and um, there are definitely areas that actually you go into like an anti gravity spot. So then those are more. Similar to a traditional shoot 'em up, where it sort of gets rid of that platforming for a little bit, and you concentrate on sort of flying through this area, taking out enemies. And they even the the game's got some humor for for better or worse, um, you know, where there's actually a point where it's like it takes it away where you can literally only shoot forward. So it's like okay, now it, this is like oh. really harkening back to like vintage shoot 'em ups from the day, you know. Um, and, right. and the the character is very fourth wall like breaks the fourth wall a lot you know where yeah oh this is classic shooting you know like and, and just like little things here and there and, and some of them are funny but honestly most of the time it's just like oh, like just shut up dude <laughs> like <laughs> like come on let's just keep going like you, you don't need to keep talking so so that got mm-hmm. a little a little grating as the game went on, but ultimately, you know, not like a, a game-breaking kind of thing. Right. Now, as I said before, with the shoot 'em up you generally, you know, you would get power-ups, and when you die, you sort of just, you have to restart fresh, right? You know, you, you go back to that weak ship, and, and it feels almost unfair. It's it's just bad design, really, and, and it makes sense in the, you know, arcade quarter-eating days that You would reward not dying and being strong, and then when you die, it's like, ah, like, now I'm in trouble, and you're fighting an uphill battle. But this game, you actually unlock, um, items, and they stay with you for good. I should say abilities, not items. Um, and there are four of them, and, you know, like, one's like a shotgun, one's like homing missiles, and, and they got a couple different ones to play with. I'm not gonna spoil them all here, but pretty much after you beat a mission, and there's, uh, I believe 12 missions... Um, yeah 12 missions and uh, after certain missions you can upgrade your ship and you can upgrade um, your health or your armor or um, you know like oh I make the magnet on my ship stronger so it gathers items and materials from further distances um, but then you can also unlock these abilities and you'll have these for the rest of your adventure now you can't just spam them though you have ammo essentially and it's really like one shot like, you've got one in the, the can, you know what I mean? And once you use it, you need to get more ammo from enemies. And they're pretty liberal. It's not like you're, you know, it's not like a Resident Evil game where you're just like, oh, God, I'm not going to get any more ammo for, you know, another hour. They're, th- you get them pretty good, um, especially in some of the sections where enemies are coming in, you know, crazy amounts. So, um, and, and those are really beneficial for boss battles, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then
0: there's also this ability, uh, the hacking ability. So you can actually hack enemies, certain enemies, not every enemy. Um, and they, you'll take them over, and they'll be on your team. So
1: some of th- ooh, I love a good hack.
0: So some of them it'll be like a heal bot. So he follows you around, and when you take damage, you know he heals you up for a certain amount, and then he'll break. Um, there's one like a, a turret, turret. Um, yep that just sort of you know he again he flies around he helps you whenever you're shooting he'll shoot at an enemy too and uh just some cool things and they they ramp up that idea with some boss battles and stuff that are that are really cool and really fun um now i guess the two things i guess to wrap it up here first the game looks really nice um i believe it runs 60 frames per second uh and and just
1: or at least it looks like it yeah
0: i'm pretty sure yeah it's um I'm pretty sure it's, uh, 60 frames, yeah, and, uh, it looks beautiful, um, like I said, what's nice with running 60 frames is when there are so many enemies on the screen, I never experienced any slowdown or anything of that extent, which is, you know, obviously, in a game like this, if you, you've played older shoot 'em ups you sort of get used to that, those patches, where it's like, oh, lot of enemies on the screen we're sort of chugging here uh that's never the case with this game which uh, is is really nice nice and yeah, um that's awesome you know i i touched on the the fun bosses and stuff and uh the controls are solid and it's just just really a fun game um i really liked it you can get through cool you can get through it uh relatively quick but you know there's high scores and there are like different like a uh, single credit mode and uh, a more difficult uh setting for those those crazy crazy people out there who really want to challenge. And uh, I guess to put a bow on this, it has a funny little co-op mode, which is... It's it's so clever. Um, I mean, it's a simple idea, but it's clever. Uh, when you play two players, each person will control one function of the ship. So you'll have one person who controls where the ship goes, and the other person will control the gun. So... You have to work together, obviously, and, and I, it was just fun. I, I mean, I didn't play a ton of it. Uh, just, you know, grab Kate for a quick sec. And uh, and then when you die, the roles reverse. So, you know, no one's like, oh, no one's going to be stuck on one role for the entire time. So just a fun little little uh, additional uh, mode for, you know, some co-op yeah. play. But yeah, this game's I, tough, I, man. Is
1: that good for, like, Joy-Con? Like, can you... Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's... You know, the controls are very simple, so the, the Joy-Cons are good to go, and, uh, yeah. But, yeah, cool. the, the game is definitely tough. I, I I should make that, um, make that noticed. Okay. Uh, there are areas, I mean, the game in general is pretty tough, but there are some areas where it really spikes up on you, and you're like, I was able, I beat the game, uh, I, I didn't play on the super, I mean, I played a little bit on the super difficult, uh, but I just, I for my uh the main game playthrough i went on just regular uh and there's still definitely areas that you know i died a bunch so i can only imagine when you really dive into the more difficult setting how tough it really ramps up but no very fun game I, i really enjoyed it
1: yeah and to uh to touch on two tribes yeah they actually closed their office last year in september um and they made like a a, a little, like, a, a new development team just to finish this game and to support their old games. Mm, okay. Um, but, yeah, apparently they invested tons and tons into um, Tokitori 2, and that just, like, f- completely flopped. Mm. And Yeah, which is really unfortunate, but...
0: Yeah, that is a shame. That'd
1: be a good switch. That'd be a good switch. I bet. I, I'm sure they'll port that over too. Well, if they're porting.
0: I'll. Uh, I'll say, Riot. if this is their final swan song, it is a good one. And for anyone who's a fan, like I said, it's got some good platforming. It's got some uh, some good shoot 'em up. And when you put the two together and you're you're jumping platforms uh, platforms while dealing with a ton of enemies, uh, it really does get tough. And and it's just really really great game. I, I really enjoyed it.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for telling us about... That's Rive.
0: Rive.
1: All caps. But what's the... Ultimate edition. Ultimate edition. There you go. Well, let's take a little break. Come back. And you know what time it (laughs) we're gonna do the good old switch eShop roundup and you know why we're gonna do the eShop roundup because it wouldn't be a week there's 17 new freaking games coming out this week just on switch
0: honestly like I feel like this is just every week now it's
1: It's gotta stop the madness has to stop
0: that's 3 weeks with 15 plus games right? yes ridiculous the madness has to end remember when we are like there's 200 games on the Switch. I think yeah. there's about 3,000 now. Yeah, uh, it, it feels that way. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous.
1: And it's it really is beautiful. And I, I'm I'm hoping these people, these these developers are getting their their just reward.
0: Hmm. I sure hope so. I know these people are because they have pumped out more games than anyone has ever done in the entirety of the world. Good old
1: hamster toss.
0: Yep. They're giving us a Neo Geo game and you guys guessed it. It's a fighter. And this week's <laughs> it is Karnov's Revenge. <laughs> Karnov's Revenge. Now this Wonderful. is uh, as you imagine a good old 799 and it, yeah this is a it looks like a fighter. It looks like a 2D fighter and um, it's yeah. man,
1: gorgeous pixel graphics and just as always funny characters. It looks like Street Fighter. I'm looking at these, but, uh, yep, but don't all, don't them all look like Yeah, I, I, per- I
0: personally really like the fight. That looks like it's happening, um, underneath a bridge with, like, a punk band playing rock and roll, or I guess they'd be playing punk music in the background while these two are just, Ray and, uh, Matlock are just fighting it out right now. <laughs> Matlock. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. <laughs> well, next up, though, Matlock. Next up, we have Lumo. Which uh, for 1995, this is from Rising Star Games, and they say it's a true love letter to the golden age of gaming. Mm. So, um, what it looks like? I mean, looking at photos, it, it looks it fascinating. Looks like Captain Toad-esque um, isometric view, and it's like a it's a platformer. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know what else. I mean, it, it's. You have to witness the rebirth of the genre in Lumo, a classic isometric adventure with a modern twist. I That's really, exactly what I
0: said, I really do like how it looks. It looks really nice. Yeah, I like that. Over- uh, I like that uh, isometric view. It reminds me of Final Fantasy Tactics. Although this <laughs> game doesn't look like it'd be, play anything like Final Fantasy Tactics.
1: It, it does, though. Say that, but for those who lived through the golden age of video games, the 80s and the early 90s. that is the golden age I did not realize that I don't know
0: 2017 might be the new golden age I think it's the platinum age ooh wee you heard it here first folks moving on up but speaking of
1: moving on up let's go to the next game which is Antiquia Lost
0: I'm glad you took that because I was trying to figure out I'm like is it Antica Antiquia
1: Antique it's probably one of those I said Antiquia because
0: that's what it an, o- an authentic RPG of a yeah. journey with a girl made of slime. <laughs> Enjoy fluid 2D turn-based battles. Oh, <laughs> oh that is so good. Man.
1: Um, well, it looks... Uh, it looks like a Chemco RPG. Yeah. I, I oh, really 99. like
0: the, the. looks like a cat man, and he's in like a big old scholar suit. I like it. His name's Jade. Right. Or her name. Right. Maybe I guess it's her name, Jade. Anyway, we've got next on the docket so, here. So,
1: this came out of nowhere, and I just heard about it for the first time. Is it actually literally released? Literally as I was doing this. It says proceed to purchase.
0: Because I remember seeing, I, I, like I guess when I saw it, it looked like it was a, a rumor of some sort. Um, I nope, guess
1: it's on there. I'm on my Switch, and I can purchase it right now.
0: And that is... Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle Gold Edition, clocking yeah, in heck? at 79.99. Nice, uh, twenty dollars <laughs> on top. I I think it's literally just the game it, plus the DLC it, season it, it, pass, right? It has eight new
1: solo challenges plus five co-op maps, sixteen nude weapons.
0: Nude weapons? No and... <laughs> You pervert. I can't new do this weapons. podcast with the pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I got news
1: for you. You've been doing it with the pervert for a long time.
0: Don't talk about Caitlin like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she doesn't do the podcast. Okay. And it also has an exclusive world featuring a new hero coming in early 2018.
0: Yeah, so essentially I think that sounds just like the contents of the season pass. Yeah. So I uh, guess, I assume, you know, yeah. it makes sense. Uh, if you put that on store shelves Christmas time, you see Mario. Oh, this is the gold edition. This is the one uh, little Tommy or little Sally's is going to want. Be in,
1: is that, it's going to be on store shelves like that? A gold edition? I, I assumed. They're going to do another release. Interesting. I, I don't know why I haven't heard about this. Weird, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't
1: I don't know. Strange. But there you go. Next up, though, we have Ginger Beyond the Crystal. For 1999, from Badland Games. Um, ooh, look at this little game.
0: Yeah, it looks cute. Uh, what, yeah. what it looks like, maybe a platformer. Looks like an action a little platformer. Th- 3D, 3D platformer. Yeah. yeah. Nice, um, vibrant graphics. Uh,
1: a world destroyed by a crystal explosion.
0: A mysterious threat hanging over its inhabitants.
1: A goddess who creates a hero. Mm. This is Ginger Beyond the Crystal. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, the features three worlds to repopulate. Did you? Fifteen levels of adventures and platforms.
0: Did you say how much that one clocked in at? Nineteen
1: ninety nine, sir.
0: All right. Yeah. So, if uh, if you're you're done with Mario and you're you're still need a little platforming adventure in your life, uh, that might be. It looks uh, pretty good. It. Looks pretty good. Yep. But what do we have next? Next up, uh, we have Xenoraid. Or Xeno raid? Yes. I think it doesn't matter how you say that. This it's a is Zeno, a
1: whatever Zeno means. Yep,
0: come coming in at eight ninety nine. This is a classic shooter with modern features. Now, this looks uh looks like a shooter, all right. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it,
1: the modern features, huh? Like
0: you said, I mean, the the screenshots really aren't. It looks like you uh. I don't know if that's uh you can well, purchase a number of different ships, or it might be you, you that you can switch play between up to four players. fighters
1: during combat to bring in the best weapons for each situation.
0: And it looks like you could play up to four players. This is from Ten Tons. That you know what Ten Tons is bring a lot of games to the they, Switch. They sure are. I, I'm I,
1: wondering if they made this or if they're publishing it, but I don't. I think you know they realize
0: they're like we need to get. We need. To get no, on I think switch. it did.
1: It has the same font and it looks like the same stuff from. Oh, this is like the same engine as the other ones. It's just a shooter now. Interesting. Okay. And remember, this is, this is only $8.99,
0: so I'm probably going to have to check this dang old thing out because no, there's... Sh- I demand you don't because you already have too many games, Perry. You're gonna, Thank you. You're going to die from too many <sighs> games.
1: <sighs> okay, back out. Yeah. Back out of purchase. <laughs> I shouldn't look at these games on my Switch while we're on here. You're like, I already purchased it. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: downloading. Leave me alone, Casey. I need my crack.
1: <laughs> my crack, Xeno Raid.
0: Next up, we've got Green Game Time Swapper for two ninety nine. Yeah. Now, yeah, only two ninety nine. Uh, I don't it, like the it, name. It reminds me of
1: Thirty Six Fragments. Looking at the screenshots. yeah, but, yeah, but okay, more yeah, more green. Okay, now green here's game. the thing with the name. I remember when this was announced coming to switch and there's a red game. Okay. That's that is like, like it goes with it. I get it. And, and it's like a different thing.
0: So see, I, I get it. I get it. And by looking at the screenshots, it is very green for sure. Um, the backgrounds are very green. <laughs> now that would, be, I don't know. It just seems weird. If you want to maybe package the two together, oh, it's time swapper, and then, oh, you got the green game and the red game, you know, kind of thing. But, I don't know, it just seems, uh I don't know. If someone's Maybe like, they
1: wanted to call it the red-green show yeah. game.
0: The colorblind suite.
1: <laughs> you ever watch the red-green show? No. <gasps> you haven't? Oh, my goodness. No siree, Bob. Th- David Lloyd will be very upset with you. It's a Canadian show. Oh. It's pretty great. Well. It's on, it's on PBS, though. I used to watch it all the time when I was little and it would scare me because <laughs> it's kind of a weird show but nowadays i like i catch it sometimes like late late night and it's, <laughs> it's so it's weird. really funny <laughs> it's really weird and funny anyway yes green game the time time swapper from i fun for all 2.9 2.99 casey they, doesn't like it apparently they, they don't
0: they don't have a way with names <laughs>
1: But speaking of, I'd love to hear you do this next no. game. No. no,
0: no, no. You're reviewing it, too. You got to learn it. Aces of Luftwaffe. Luftwaffe? <laughs> That's not bad. Sure. Squadron. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say it? How do you say it? It's L- yeah. U- Luftwaffe. L-U-F-T-W-A-F-F-E. Aces yep. of Luftwaffe yeah squadron anyway 14.99 this is uh, another shoot 'em up game but um i mean i've just i just started playing last night so i'm really not that far into it but uh it's pretty cool you've got like one ship and then you've got like three ships that sort of fly in formation with you so you can play mm-hmm. up to four players but if you don't um, mm. they just sort of follow your command you know like if you go right they all yeah. sort of go right with you and uh, yeah. yeah, just to uh, shoot them up so far, um, I know Justin Nation absolutely adores this game. So.
1: Absolutely, yeah, nothing but praise. So.
0: So no, I uh, I like I said I've Interested enjoyed hear- it so far, but I really have only just scratched the surface. So uh, we so we'll will hear, go, we'll hear about that next yes, week. Yes, in depth for sure.
1: $14.99. But next up, a game that I have played before. V V V V V V.
0: For $9.99. Now this is a game I have never played. Which, is, okay. which I've been wanting to because I've, I've heard about it so much. And uh, yeah. it seems like pretty um, universal praise. It seems like most people enjoy it. Um, but I just you have know, never gotten around to it.
1: Well, apparently there's a new local cooperative m- multiplayer mode, which sounds cool, but good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> this game is like one of the games where you just could die constantly. Yeah, tough you know. as nails, right? Um, yeah. Um... There's time trials, no death mode. Good luck with that. <laughs> I just don't know... I don't know why I would want to get this on here when it's on 3DS for cheaper and it has stereoscopic 3D. Because then you got to pull oh, out complete, your 3DS. Honestly, yeah. But it's like, if I've played it on 3... I don't know. It's a, it's a fun-looking, you know, like, very simple game, right? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I could see them remaking this. I know it would lose a certain charm, but I think it'd gain a charm if they kind of did... Like, you know at like Cave Story 3D? Yep. Um, how they kind of did a polygonal look for it and kind of ch- upgraded the visuals. I think that might be kind of cool for this game. But um, but yeah, it's kind of like a, cl- like a cult classic, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, Like I said, I've i I've heard that it's tough, but one of these days, one of these days, maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, well, it's a platformer where you don't jump. It's where you change the gravity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just so people know. But speaking of a platformer,
0: We've got Rive Ultimate Edition uh, for twelve seventy five. I believe it's a fifteen percent off for the first week and change. I, I know they're doing like a launch uh, discount kind of thing on it. Well, I,
1: it's that fifteen
0: percent discount, you know, like I was talking about
1: from the. Oh, <laughs> they're is, actually honoring that from the E3.
0: Is that for everyone, or because I didn't download that game and I it's showing I think it's for up, everyone. Yeah. Okay. I think it's for everyone. Yeah. But, so you know,
1: I, I I've heard them talk about that actually. So
0: well, it's cool that they they stuck to it. Yeah, totally. Next up, this this is a little game I'm sure a few people have heard of. Um, it's out for literally every single console you could ever imagine, and that is, the Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, for fifty nine yep. ninety nine. Your standard retail release, price. Yes, sir. And uh, I've been hearing very good things.
1: Oh yeah. And I, I I right before we started this podcast, I just opened up my copy that I got in the mail another
0: another game for Jimmy
1: yeah and th- but this is just a quick one you know <laughs> I figure I could probably both do this in one night so
0: yeah well if you play it like I originally did way back in the day you can easily play it in one night <laughs> where you only do one mission line and it was great
1: <laughs> well. I, I honestly don't know if I'll get to it before next week, um, we'll see. Save it for
0: know. around Christmas time when I pick it up and but we can I mean, we can talk still, about it together.
1: I have like two hundred moons in Mario and. Ooh, like, what? So how many? How many moons? Is it, quick aside, how many moons you at? I, I think I'm at like two four. Jimmy Jimmy Jimmy
0: Jimmy Jimmy Jimmy. Jimmy uh, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I just
1: yeah. Jimmy Jimmy. Jim, I've just Jim, been Jim, doing Jim, too much Jim, stuff. Jim, 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 Jim. Too
0: much stuff, case. I'm at five Hondo.
1: All right. But uh, you know, and I got Doom, and oh baby, you know, oh, you know and, how it and is. And
0: then Rocket League, and oh yeah, yeah.
1: Rocket League, Rocket <laughs> League comes in, and it's just like the perfect game to play, you know, to just jump in with some friends at night and play. So now this, I will play Skyrim though. I'm very excited to.
0: Yeah, I am too. Uh, like I said, it'll be after Xenoblade, but we'll get there. Yep. Now this yep. next game, maybe I'll wait then. Is a strange one, but. Apparently, uh Man, I've
1: heard nothing but
0: Really good great things, things about yeah. It. This game is Battle Chef Brigade for nineteen ninety nine. Now people okay, might this is from
1: Adult Swim Games. Yep.
0: And people might okay. remember this was the strange game that was mixing a match three with like a beat 'em up. And um yeah, Neil Ronahan, site director for Nintendo World Report, he played and wrote the review and uh he absolutely adores this game. Um I I remember seeing a tweet that I guess he sort of has, like, a running top five of the year. And uh, I believe he said this was going to be breaking into that top five. Um, now, a quick plug for me. I actually did the video review for him over on Nintendo World Report TV YouTube. So if you want to check out the video, yeah. we got that there. But, yeah, no, I've heard a, a lot of really, really good things about this game. and Yeah, it's the, a the a footage, wacky premise. Yeah, the footage I got to see... Uh, was pretty cool too. So,
1: man, I mean, looking at screenshots on the eShop, I mean, it looks like a cartoon, like
0: it's like a it's, Saturday morning I, cartoon. I'd like to
1: see it. Yeah, I'd like to see it in action. Um, it's very weird looking. Like, yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a Saturday morning cartoon. But anyway, anyway, I've heard cool things. It's a blend of multiple genres. But let's keep moving on to one of the best names I've ever heard of a game. <laughs> Dead Synchronicity, Tomorrow
0: Comes Today. <laughs> I don't know what's better, the first part or the second part of that title. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. The art style but, um, is out of this world, though.
1: Very interesting. Yeah, I I don't... I don't know. Let's see what this is about. So, it tells the story of Michael, a man with no past, who must recover his identity and decode the two events that brought the world to the edge of collapse the the first one is is the so-called great wave and the second is a pandemic that has turned humans into quote the dissolved
0: mm, so so, sort of hmm, sounds like okay. a zombie adventure game
1: yeah i mean it looks like a telltale game you know what i mean like it kind of looks like, it's an adventure game I, i'm assuming it's it's not a it's an adventure adventure game, that's what they call it. Yeah. So it looks like a point and click maybe.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it looks cool. Looks like a
1: cool comic book, you know. So This next
0: game. <laughs> should I try or do you actually know how to pronounce this one? I'm pretty sure it's Ernog. Beautiful. Ernog Earn <laughs> Limited. <laughs> I'm so glad they did the Earn Limited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, <laughs> ah, that's so yep. funny. Yeah, I uh, I'm actually reviewing this game for the old NWR, and uh, yeah, it's a platformer game. It's kind of, it's funny. It's kind of like Super Mario Bros. 2, where you're jumping on stuff and picking it up, and then um, some cool colors, like, throwing it. Cool colors, interesting. Yeah, this is from Raw Fury. Um, they're publishing it, so they're the same publishers who also did Little Known Talk Nintendo Gems called goner and kingdom so you know i uh, i look forward to hearing about that game next yeah week. i i don't i i don't know too much yet i've played about half hour it's very weird but yeah we'll you'll hear about it next
0: week next up we've got mxgp3 the official motocross video game now Woo! they have video game here as one word yeah i know that's what i saw too. don't like that but anyway you can experience all the adrenaline of Motocross with the official championships only video game. <laughs> Still one word. It looks it looks pretty dang good. Yeah, no, it uh, looks graphically looks nice. Um and you know what, those those racing games and like motorbike games are usually pretty fun. I mean I haven't played yeah. one in a while, but you know, back in the day and, and I'm sure they probably feel a lot nicer nowadays.
1: Plus. You can render your rider and your bike unique with more than 300 official components for a complete customization.
0: Pretty cool. Now anyway, uh, this game yeah. is 39.99 and it looks like it you could buy it physical as well for uh, cool for 39.99 so
1: That'll be good for uh, the holidays, you know. I I'm sure like for people buying the Switch in the store I could see a lot of people picking this up because, you know, there's not really any other game like it. And and next up we have Super Beat
0: Sonic Three. for It's nine ninety nine. Oh, nope. You know what it was? No. Oh, okay. I cop. All right. <laughs> That's funny. I see what happened. I, yeah. I, I copy and pasted because I, I <laughs> and it took the three yep. from the price. Sorry. That's funny. We've got Super Beat Sonic for thirty nine ninety nine. Now this is like a, a rhythm game, right, of some sort. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't exactly, I can't tell
1: how to play it from the, from the, the screens, the, the screens, but I, I see S plus plus ranks.
0: I also see that you could play through 68 unique songs and <laughs> locks. I
1: like how they just tell you how many, instead of saying over 65.
0: Yeah, over 67 unique songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. you, it, it's funny, okay. I wonder why they didn't just add two more to get it to that nice sweet seventy spot, you know? But
1: Yeah. Or or add three more instead of over seventy. That's probably would have been better. But Yeah. Anyway, it's thirty nine ninety nine. It's another uh rhythm game. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. A, <that's> <laughs> <sniffing>. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you like that. Um and last up we have
0: Gear dot
1: club unlimited. Okay, so you know how you said you don't like video game is one word. Mm-hmm. I do not like this Gear dot club with no space.
0: Well, can, are uh, you on Nintendo's page? Can you see the box yeah. art? I feel like the box art has it, where it's like more like a dash. It, yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's like a yeah. It looks better it, on, it's on the like box. A hyphen. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, but I wouldn't call that Gear dot Club. I would just call it Gear Club. Yeah. Which I mean, it's not called Gear dot Club. That's not how you say it. But I, I just don't tell me how to pe- say it. Little pet peeve. <laughs> I'll i see say a it dot. You want, buddy. I'm
0: gonna call it a dot. <laughs> <laughs> I calls it how I sees it, Perry. <laughs> no, but this game right. uh, looks really. I mean, looks like a pretty cool racing game, and I believe David Lloyd is on the review.
1: Yes, and he posted it.
0: Yeah, I, I remember him saying, uh, I guess initially he was a little frustrated earlier on because I guess he was trying to play it more like a Forza game, where I guess it's not right. not quite to that level of simulation, you know, uh, maybe yeah, not going Yeah, he that said once realism. He
1: realism. W- once he stopped comparing it to Forza, it got a lot better, which makes sense to me.
0: And you know what's weird? This game is 44.99. Sort of strange, yep. but honestly, it looks pretty yeah. cool. I mean, I think it's a retail game. Yep, yep. You could buy it retail for the for although, hmm. It sent me to Amazon and I don't see it here. But you should, by theory, be able to purchase it. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. Yeah, no. Uh, it looks like a cool little game, and uh, make sure to check out David's review if you are interested. And wonderful. That's going to bring us to the end of the eShop roundup, and I'm pretty exhausted, and I could go for a drink.
1: I could go for a drink. You want to go to uh, McDonald's? They have a $1 any size Nope, I'm looking pop. for
0: a big old glass of ice milk. You know where Ooh, I can get ice one? ice milk. At the YouTube Saloon. Anyway, they're not serving that here at the saloon, but what they are serving up... Yes, they are. ...are some hot YouTube vidges. Oh, yeah, from Talk Nintendo. Yes, sir. Um yeah
1: this is our youtube page uh and we have a mini play up this week that i did of time recoil 10 tons one of their shooters talked about it last week um did a little thing and uh i think uh the it's it's if you want to see what the game's all about it's a great watch um i I really i i think it's one of the funnest parts of the game is a lot of fun so
0: Yes. Yep. Yep. And then we've actually got the continuation from a couple weeks ago. We started a a Super Mario World race, world by world, and uh, we've got World Two going up. It will actually Mm -hmm. be up by the time you're listening to this over there on the YouTube. Mm -hmm. And now we. Who will win? Yes, it's going to be tight. I'm not. I'm not going to say who won the first one either, because you should check that out too. That one. I I really like the old retro style. Is this Wendy?
1: What's up? Yeah, me too. Is this is this Wendy? Is it who whose castle did we go to?
0: I forget who the second castle is. Is it Morton?
1: Yeah, Morton. That's what it is. Yeah, Morton. there you so, go.
0: So no, that it, I these might be. I mean, I like when we do the retro ones, but I think the Super Mario World might be so far my favorite challenges we've been doing. So you should definitely Maybe check because those it's out. one of the
1: best games ever created of all time.
0: Yeah, that's that probably has very big part to do with it. Now. <laughs> Last week we had teased that we were going to have a Rocket League video up. Um, we got yeah, really we said busy. we would on
1: Friday, actually. Yeah, we... Which I, I, I forgot you, that we said that. I'm sorry. You know, we
0: got... with We've been reviewing a bunch of games, and as everyone knows, uh, and by the last couple eShop roundups, we've got games on deck, so uh, unfortunately that one sort of slid to the wayside, but we will have it up this Friday for you to listen, uh, and that is a guarantee because going to record it right after we're done with this podcast you
1: got that right snookums (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um yeah so we're gonna do that also up on the youtube uh if everything goes i'm 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 crossing my fingers here um we're gonna have a really cool interview with uh zoink games about stick it to the man that's coming out uh this thursday um and we're going to talk all about the Switch port. You know, they're cu- They're bringing Flipping Death, um, which is like the pseudo-sequel to it. We're going to be talking all that stuff. And uh, it's I cannot wait. It's going to be such a fun interview. Uh, David Lloyd is actually going to join me. Casey's going to have to be working. Yep. Or something. Unfortunately,
0: something. I'll be stuck. Uh, stuck at the old grind, you know? Casey hates the Swedish. Well, I hate their times. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's okay, but it's okay. David, David's always there. David is a you know? worthy
0: replacement for me, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, look forward to that. I'll have that up as soon as possible. Hopefully up in the next couple of days. Um, But it also, we're going to do an
0: audio one uh, as well. So uh, yeah, look forward to that. Now, enough of that orange chocolate milk concoction. It is time right. for the old news block.
1: News Talk with Casey Gibson.
0: Now, I want to wish somebody a very happy birthday, and that is to the one and only Mr. Miyamoto, who turned sixty-four this past week. It was uh, actually November sixteenth. Are you sure sixty-four? I I think it's sixty-five. Was it sixty-five? Did I hit a typo? I think so. Hold on. I I, I think I think so. Hold on. Hold the yep sixty-five. Casey's a Jimmy. Jimmy's wrong. Jimmy's wrong. Happy 65th birthday to the one and only Mr. Miyamoto. Because
1: 64, I feel like 64... It would have been too perfect. Yeah, but anyway, yes.
0: Happy birthday, Miyamoto.
1: You have some great ideas for games.
0: And you're a treasure.
1: And you are a treasure.
0: Now, this next little bit... um, Came over. The, I think it was at the end of last week. Maybe it might have been like right after we posted the podcast or something. Uh, we got word that Animal Crossing Pocket Camp will was going to be releasing on the twenty second, which is a Wednesday. But actually, it came out today, which is the twenty first. Um,
1: yep, it, it sure. It did. came
0: up. I downloaded it. I have not yet played it. I mean, I, I I there was like an update, and then I got to literally like name my character, and then I had to go back to work. So. I'm gonna put some time into mm-hmm. that. I'm sure Perry will be as well, and uh, we'll probably mm-hmm. be talking about that next week. But yeah, cool.
1: I hope I don't if I can find some room on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, oh. you know, I, I was thinking about Animal Crossing and on the, and it's like I, I'm really not interested in that app. Like when everything's said and done, it's like I, I'm not interested in this little world building. You have to complete. Uh, you have to wait six hours for this to complete. Thing like that just doesn't interest me at all, and I'm not gonna spend any money. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I don't know how. I'll definitely try it out.
0: Yeah, I don't know but. how far it'll get its uh, talents into me. Um, especially honestly, I think the biggest thing that keeps me from uh, from playing a game like this or like Fire Emblem Heroes, is uh, the majority of my day at work. I get such bad service at my desk that I wouldn't be able to connect online and really play anyway. Like, if I got perfect service, there'd probably be a really good chance... Like, something like this would be perfect to kill time at work, you know what I mean? But uh, as it stands, I'm definitely going to put some time into it and see if it grabs me, but I have a feeling it'll probably be one of those things I dabble with for a week or so and then sort of just forget about it. Yeah. Now, I'm going to let you start this next piece, because I know you must have been a happy camper when you saw this
1: yeah yeah i woke up this morning and i walked downstairs and then i got a text from my buddy case and he's like hey there's a new ranked mode coming to splatoon (laughs) 2 oh man so it's funny because aaron and i were just talking about this like last week like there really needs to be a new like i can't believe they released that without a new ranked mode like that's kind of crazy you know um and it's it's coming, and uh, also four new stages, Mm. four, yes sir, which is great. I mean, um, the oh, and they they they, they told everyone about yep, them,
0: the, the Mako Mart or the Maco Mart,
1: yeah. Mako. I think it's probably Mako if it's Japanese. Which is Mako
0: like, uh, yeah, it's like actually in like a little store. <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. It's like, a, it's like a supermarket. It looks amazing. And that comes out on Friday, the 24th. So th- we don't have to wait long for that one.
1: Oh, dude. Walleye Warehouse is coming. And Arowana
0: Mall. Heck, And yes. Schellendorf Institute. <laughs>
1: Schellendorf. I thought that was so that's funny. That's <laughs> the best. Oh, my
0: goodness. <laughs>
1: yes, that's awesome. So I actually haven't got a look at that, Shellendorf.
0: But we also um, have got a new Salmon Run stage called Salmonoid Smokeyard. You've got 140, about 140 new pieces of gear. New. Yeah, what
1: the heck is that? Okay, So, so shoes, just, shirts, just, okay, all that yeah,
0: stuff. Yeah. New battle yeah. music, new hairstyle. New functions for the amiibo. Now this is yeah. Now yeah, this this b why don't you take this one? This is pretty pretty big news, I feel like. Well, actually the next one I just saw. Yeah, that one I think that one's bigger news, but I think this one's yeah, exciting okay. for like the really hardcore yeah.
1: people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can they they raised the level caps from fifty to ninety nine. <laughs> and uh and it's crazy. Is that if you get past 99, which probably someone tomorrow will be, uh, you can prestige and go back to one with a star. And
0: work your way back up again. Show, show the people is, what's good, you know? Wow. I, I think that's, that's cool crazy. because, I mean, uh, for me, okay. No, I think it's amazing. I, I think it's fantastic. And I was going to say, for me, my biggest thing with leveling up like, a game like that, right, is I always think back to Diablo 2 and Diablo 3. Uh, so, Diablo 2, there was a... Ni- like, the cap was 99. Um, it might have been 100, but it, it was 99 or 100. And it was really hard to get to that point because, like, you know, when you got up to, like, level 90, it would take tens of hours on top of each other, you know what I mean, to, to level up just once. And if you die, you'd lose experience. So, it it was mm-hmm. really tough. Um, but then what they did when you got to Diablo 3 is, like, you hit to level 60, and then you were capped. And it was, like... It just, you didn't have that little bit of reward for, like... Because the big thing with that game is, like, you're trying to find new loot, new items, you know what I mean? So just, like, in in Diablo 2, it was so nice to be like, I am going to go find items, and oh, look, I went up a level, like, awesome, you know what I mean? Where in, like, Mm -hmm. Diablo 3, you'd be like, ah, it's like, oh, no items, and I didn't gain it. And they eventually added something called Paragon Levels, which would level up to, but it's just like it wasn't the same, you know, so I think for this it'll be nice for those people to get up to 99 and then have the option to go back to 1 and and just feel accomplished, you know what I mean during games that you're still seeing something climb, you know
1: yeah, yeah and I, I honestly, like, I remember uh, right before the Switch came out, no, I think it was right when the Switch came out I kind of like officially retired Splatoon, you know, because um I got, to, I got to level 50, you know, and it was just kind of like that was the end, right? But Not um, anymore here. <laughs> because you kind of get there because you're always, even though it's meaningless, but you all, it, it does give you that sense of, you know, you are pursuing something. So I think this is fantastic because I think since it's released at the beginning of the Switch, I mean, I will definitely play it way more. I mean, I've already played, you know, like I, I think I, I just checked and I've had like over 120 hours on Splatoon
0: 2. Jesus Christmas um,
1: so um, remember when you hated it you know what it? I mean <laughs> yes <laughs> yes I do I'll never forget and you know what yeah yeah anyway uh, now the other thing that, that is new which is this is crazy th- th- this
0: um, it feels like something that should have been either implemented long ago or just should have just been out of the box but it's nice that they're getting around to it
1: yeah uh, gear swapping between rounds without exiting uh, now I don't know. Thank
0: you, Nintendo. Yeah,
1: seriously, <laughs> seriously, absolutely. I. Do they tell what modes?
0: I, I'm pretty sure it's game wide. Oh, but man. don't quote me on that. And there's a good chance, like, oh no, it's only, for, it's only for turf wars. <laughs> Is the update out now? Um, I think it's Friday. I like, I think when that new. Uh, the new um map releases on friday i think that's everything released. well not everything well yeah i guess right I- let me see i'm mm. not i'm not 100 sure
1: anyway but it'll be out in the ed- very yeah, soon yeah I-, I thought it so. was oh it releases oh no never mind i don't know
0: yeah i thought um that it oh yeah it says eleven twenty four. okay yeah I- that's what i thought yep. yeah
1: well that that's when mock omar is releasing mm-hmm. so i'm assuming it's around that time so but they very cool. Now, what's
0: cool is they also um, detailed a second free update that's coming in mid December. And now this, for yeah. me, is the most exciting. Um, oh yeah! This yeah. will introduce a brand new ranked mode, which we talked a tiny bit <laughs> on before, called Clam Blitz. <laughs>
1: yes, I'm so excited, dude! I'm so excited. I know about it, this.
0: it sounds so good. So th- it sounds like a mixture of. Uh,
1: Of, like, fish volcano and salmon run. Yeah,
0: yeah, so... But, in a way... So, essentially, what's going to happen is, around the map is going to be clams that'll just be scattered about, and uh, what you (laughs) need to do is go pick up these clams, and then they'll start to follow you, and then you need to get them into the basket, but the basket is near the enemy's base, so, obviously, you know, you're going to have to go deep into enemy territory to deposit these clams and oh, man. the first team to 100 clams will win the match. Now this sounds that's amazing. super cool and I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited.
1: Oh man, I can't wait. I like I love Salmon Run and it you know, it is unofficially the 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 new like the new mode of, of the game. Like you know what I mean? Like there there was no ranked matches but there was Salmon Run, which is amazing. But um, you know, I we've lately just been playing League mode you know with uh as we play it, you know and so uh i'm so excited to play through this again so Woo-hoo-hoo! definitely hear more about that definitely have a challenge Ooh-wee. and mini play and everything on that so yes sir very cool very cool now uh next up we have valkyria chronicles 4 was announced to come to the switch Woo-wee. next year um which it has some uh
0: it's a it's a strategy rpg i don't know if you've ever played okay. it. Oh.
1: Okay, so I was this the game that people, uh, they would. I feel like they uh, compared uh, Code Name Steam to. Um, I think was it. Do you, have you played one
0: before? Yeah, I, um, I have not played a Valkyrie Chronicles, but I'm pretty sure it is because I'm looking at, um, at like screens, and it looks like it, it might play similar to that. No, I've people okay. love Valkyrie Chron- ah, Valkyrie Chronicles um valkyria. valkyria excuse me um there you go so i'm excited to try it out for sure i mean i like a good old mm, yeah. strategy rpg and uh yeah now it begs the question will the switch see any sort of release um of the previous games i mean a bundle of all three that would be pretty cool mm,
1: i'd say so i think that would be awesome so, yeah, I would. I I mean, especially for introductions, you know. I
0: almost bought. Um, I think it was it. I think it was the remastered version. Uh, I think it's just the first game. Yeah, I almost bought that for PS4. Like I remember, I pre-ordered it, but I was just like, ah, "There's no way I'm gonna play this big yeah, strategy that, RPG buddy. game on the PS4." You know what I mean? Totally. But yeah, yeah, if they if that came, that came Switch side, I'd be down with that. Heck yeah. Now, this next one, I forgot if we'd mentioned this. I know we talked about. We can mention it. Yeah, the ARMS 4.0 update um, with a new fighter, Misango, Misango, Misango. Sure. Missing number? Missing <laughs> He's a Pokemon. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's live, so you can go check out the new character, which <laughs> is cool. I, yeah. I still need to get back. Man. I've been a turd. I haven't played that game in a while.
1: Oh, uh, dude, how are we supposed to?
0: We need, we need, a <laughs> how, week of just. How is time. any
1: switch player supposed to? Like,
0: you know what I mean?
1: There are too many games. De- Stop it, Nintendo! Yep. We hate you. Yeah,
0: yeah, I want to go back to 2014 when there was no <laughs> dang games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's kind of true. Not really though. Um, we need like a mix yeah, of the two. Got, I'm yeah. hoping after this... No, I'm fine with how it oh, is. Oh, me
0: too. I, I, I'd rather have an abundance to choose from than, than scraping together. I mean, this is... But yeah. I, I'm hoping after the holidays, like, just give me January and February of a slow month and let yes, me catch up. Just, Please.
1: Please. Yeah. Oh, and I um, I guess uh, real quickly, I've heard that Versus Mario Bros. is going to be the next uh, arcade game. Woo! Uh, for the hamsters doing for nintendo so i think that's coming like by christmas like like before christmas eve or something so great
0: another game
1: i know i know but dude that'll be so great
0: oh no oh to do for a sure challenge no that's gonna be great now this last yeah. little bit i think uh, i think we got a jingle that might describe it perfectly don't we perry would you would you say it's Dumb. It's a dumb
1: story, a really dumb story, it's the dumb, dumb story of the day.
0: Yep, a really dumb story. It's a little dumb. Miitopia got an 18-plus rating in Russia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in Mother Russia. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's not much news. Uh, that's why it's sort of the dumb dumb fact of the day or whatever. Uh, it, it's not really newsworthy, but I thought it was just sort of funny that Miitopia is such <laughs> like a... I mean, it's a little weird and quirky, but you know, I feel like it's a pretty family-friendly, fun game, and apparently not in Russia.
1: <laughs> There's like these double entendres that, like, <laughs> like in Russian, is like really risque and and
0: vulgar. And Nintendo's like, we will not change our game, <laughs> <laughs> not for the likes You're of just you. You've got to take it, Russia. <laughs>
1: Yep, that's amazing. But anyway... You said, right? yeah, we wanted mature games on Nintendo consoles, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, they're delivering big time, baby.
0: Ooh. I wonder if that's like the first Nintendo published game, or like Nintendo developed game to get a, a, an 18 plus.
1: <laughs> Meetopia. It's so yeah. funny that it's Meetopia. That's wonderful. Awesomeness.
0: All right, well, we're going to take a quick little breather. We're going to go grab some turkey. I'm going to throw my mm. stuffing right in the garbage. And then we're going to be back. No, give it to me. Write the can. But I am going to grab a whole bowl of peas and some video games to talk about. And we'll be back in just a second. Just take a Sharpie and write Perry on the can. (laughs) And we are going to be talking about games we're thankful for. You know, obviously we've got Thanksgiving coming up. This episode is actually going to be posting on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Probably,
1: happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy Thanksgiving to one and all. I hope everyone is having a great day, eating some good food, seeing some family and all that jazz, playing some good Vigi games. If you're not in America, well, you should go out and grab some turkey anyway. Join in on the festivities. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean. Yep. Essentially, for this uh, this little segment here, we're just going to be talking about some games. They're, they don't necessarily have to be our favorite games of all time, but they very might well be. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to sort of talk about some games and why they're important to us and why we're thankful yeah, for them. It's, yeah, it's, it's
1: hard to pick games that aren't your very favorite because a lot of times the ones that you're... Like, that your favorite games are the ones that you're most thankful for. Yeah, you of course. You know what I mean? And what yeah, they resonate. I tried to pick ones that are a little more off the unique side like maybe not my favorite games ever but
0: yeah um, i i i too um i've got a couple that are that are easily in you know the conversation for my favorite games of all time but i've also got a couple that'll you'll be like what like that's sort of weird okay um Mm -hmm. and would you like to kick us off perry
1: i'm thankful for sonic mania because it finally closed the door
0: because it reminds (laughs) me that not all games suck (laughs) <laughs> as bad as it does yeah
1: because no. <laughs> yeah. it really holds the bar low no um just kidding sonic mania is not bad okay yeah my first next to that though yeah <laughs> okay well, the first thing i want to talk about um is uh super mario land 2 mm. for the game boy so um this game i grew up with this game i wasn't into video games a lot as a kid But mostly it was Game Boy that I played, Uh, Pokemon and Super Mario Land Two. The reason I'm thankful for it is first of all for for providing me with the training. It's a it's a perfect first Mario game I think because you got nice. It's beautiful and you have a nice big uh, floaty jumps. Uh, It's a lot of fun and it's really bizarre and really weird. Um, yeah, sort of out there. Yeah, it is, and uh, but you know the real reason why I'm thankful. I don't. You gotta know, know it. Oh, you gotta.
0: Hmm. What
1: is what is interesting about Super Mario Land Two?
0: Oh, is it uh, Super Mario Land Two? Hmm.
1: It might be the introduction. Of is Wario? Someone. Yes. Wah! Yes.
0: Well, I guess that, that's more Waluigi, yes. but yeah, you you do you do love your Wario.
1: I do love Wario, and I love every I love the whole idea, the concept of the evil twin slash evil just a uh, version of Mario, and you know, changing the M to a W meaning war, and it it's just it's perfect. So. I I love that game. Um and then not only that, but the the music, it, it is famously I've said it before, uh it is my favorite music. Uh my favorite theme from any game ever. It is comes from that game. I uh, I did actually a Themesters podcast on Connectivity with uh Johnny Metz and uh and Nicholas Bray. Uh and I I did a bunch of covers of the songs and I absolutely loved them. And it's just it's everything about it, and uh, sure, it's fueled by nostalgia, but also it just creates this atmosphere that's out of this world, so mixed with the weird, just the general bizarreness, and then the introduction of Wario, just, it's so weird, you know?
0: Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, that's the best thing, I feel like with some of these sequels, especially back in the day, they'd they'd try and change it up so much, you know, and you really would get introduced to, like, those weird things that, that are quirky, but, like, they obviously resignate, and you know Wario obviously stuck around for quite a while, so there you go, yeah, yeah, good stuff, yep now, now. my first uh I'm going to talk about a a pair of games here and and they're gonna be my I think there's three games on my like my little short list here that you could just be like, oh well, duh." Like it sort of makes sense, but uh, the first two we're gonna go with a pair of Super Nintendo games that I've talked plenty about, so it's not gonna be super long about them. Link to the Past and Super Mario World, obviously two of the arguably best Super Nintendo games, and can easily stay. Games yeah, can easily stand tall today. Um, I just I'm thankful for those just because you know without those games where are we? You know, am I playing? Am I playing as much games as I am now? Probably not. Like th- those games were paramount, you know, uh, in in setting course my love of video games and Nintendo right. in general. So that's why those two always have a, a special place in my heart. Um, obviously, like I said, I mean, the we we've talked about them. There's not much more to say about how amazing they are. Uh, right. So, and then I, I guess I'll just get my my third sort of obvious one out of the way, um, and that is actually the original Pokemon for red and blue back in the day Um, oh yeah i can actually i remember the first time i played pokemon uh pokemon blue it was my friend brett not to be confused with my brother brett uh i had a friend brett at the time and he he had a game boy and pokemon and he's like yo you got to check this out um you know at that point i don't think i've ever really even played a, a, a game boy at that point you know i'd played you know the nes or super nintendo and um I just fell in love with it right away, and it was just like, I remember playing for hours on that, that day, and it was just like, I need this game. And um, I,
1: I remember walking into my brother's room, who was with his friend Nick, um, they were playing Red on a Super Nintendo, they were playing it, the oh, Super yeah, on Game the Boy, Boy. Yep. on their TV screen, that's when I first saw it, and I was just, exactly, it was just like, oh my goodness, this is,
0: yeah, it's, this is it was amazing. changing my life. Yep, yep. I remember that feeling, just like, oh, I need this game. And, and yeah. then, you know, obviously, if it was, like, a Super Nintendo game, that would have been pretty, you know, ask for that for Christmas, and I would probably would have gotten it, you know? But mm-hmm. obviously with this, I would have needed a Game Boy as well. So it was like, oh, man, like, I need, I, I, got, I hope I get this for Christmas. And uh, mm-hmm. I actually ended up getting a green Game Boy Pocket and both Pokemon Red and Blue Cause oh, my mom, man. my mom was like, I didn't know which one to get, and I I didn't know the, so I just got them both, so I I was able to. Oh, uh, you poor little boy. Yeah, I was rolling in the Pokemon. Amazing. But yeah, that I think that was my very first JRPG, and uh, that sort of set the path for my love of you know Japanese role playing games. Interesting. So yeah.
1: Well, definitely with me, I think it was a lot of people's first JRPG. You know? Yeah,
0: it would make sense, and uh, and obviously to this very day I love playing that genre, so that's. Uh, a big big reason why I'm thankful for those, like I said, those are my three most obvious, you know, yeah. megaton games, if you will.
1: Yeah, gotcha. Well, moving on, my uh, next one up, Animal Crossing, for mm. the GameCube. Uh, yeah, this is kind of a magical game in my in my life. Growing up, uh, uh, finding out about it, kind of showing me this new kind of game, that's just it's not really. It wasn't no. a game, you know? Like, yeah, like it, it not, wasn't, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, but, it, you know, it's not like a simulation. Like, it's not like Sims. I have never once been interested in playing Sims, like, or SimCity or anything like that. Um, it, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just, I've never actually been interested in it. And, um... uh, it, Just one second. Hey, sure. Jill? Can you, can you shut the door in the office? All right, there. Thanks. Love you. Okay. So, I, you know, like I have nothing against The Sims. I just – it just never stood out to me. It looks – it doesn't look like a game. So – but, you know, but this kind of has – Animal Crossing kind of has the elements of this. But you're actually controlling a person and you are a character and you're making this town and you're building something. And, uh, you know, your, your relationships and stuff and I don't know. I just – I – it was just a completely different, opening my eyes to what games could be, you know. It's kind of a genre defining game.
0: Yeah. It. Yeah. Not every game needs to be attacking enemies and or platforming or something, you know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's a communication game, right? Yep. Yep. So, there you go.
0: Well, let me just say, Animal Crossing is also on my list for the GameCube, and oh. like you said, like you, it was one of those. Um, I was in the store, I think it was like a, a Kmart or something, one of those, you know, sort of big chain stores with my mom and it must have been um I think Animal Crossing came out what was it? 2004? I don't. Yeah, I think I'm so. I'm trying to trying to remember. Uh oh no, uh 2002. 2002? I'm guessing. I'm guessing so 2002. then that means uh, Columbus Day, the first Columbus Day after that release is when I got that game. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember, because I had off from school, it was a Monday, I had off, and um, my mom, I, I don't know how, why or how I finagled her into getting it, but she picked it up for me that, that day we bought it, and I remember going home and just fell in love. It was just like, oh my god, this is amazing, and then, you know, Sandy would play, and she had her little house, and uh, I just, mm-hmm. I remember waking up to get mushrooms before school uh, I think it was like five or six in the morning. They they were out, and I was like, "I'm not going to cheat. Wonderful. I'm getting up early, doing this." And yeah, that game just just a great game. And obviously, you know, it sort of blew up at after that point. It's gotten pretty popular. And there's, as we just talked to, a mobile game just came out. But uh, that first that first GameCube game, something something special.
1: Definitely, definitely. Well, um, another game that I am thankful for that is. Kind of interesting, <laughs> but uh, Earthbound.
0: Hmm, I would uh, never have guessed that for you.
1: Yeah, um, I just love the, first of all, I love the the design and obtuseness of it that just in its time, the, the wackiness, of course, of why it's a cult hit. But I love the community that has spawned from it and the love that kind of exists at the core of a Nintendo. I think it's just one of the coolest things about Nintendo is Earthbound. Um, and everyone kind of knows that if in some some form. I know people some people don't like the game, which I can totally get cuz you know, but they just those people don't understand the game. Just gonna, just gonna yeah. say that right now. Idiots. But um <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not really it's one of those games where it's not supposed to be a fluid experience with you know, it's like purposely obtuse and you know weird with an incredible incredible uh atmosphere that just draws you in like from the very beginning i just you know nothing i don't know if i've ever had like an intro it's kind of like the intro to link to the past where it's like in the rain and you wake up and you're going and it's kind of that type of a deal almost with the earthbound and i just i love everything i love i love the culture that it's created
0: yeah and i think what's cool about earthbound uh especially in that time you know super nintendo i feel like a lot of the jrpgs were oh um medieval swords uh, and and shields and axes and magic and exactly. all that kind of thing and, and they sort of took that the gameplay from those and then sort of put the oh you're just a, a kid from a small town and you use a baseball bat and your buddy uses a yo-yo and and just like right put you can almost connect to it more you know than right. like any of those other games, and yeah, and very. I I I need to go back and play that game again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a good. You know, I could totally see them doing a retail release of Earthbound. For Switch.
0: Still waiting for that Mother Three though.
1: Right, right. I I bet they'll do a collection. I could just totally see it.
0: I, like, you your totally op- see?
1: I like your optimism. I I just I could see it for some reason. It just makes sense to me. Like. It just has that cult following, and it's something that they would do now. But anyway, what else you got on your on your Thanksgiving list?
0: All right, I've got three things left. How many do you have?
1: I have two things.
0: Okay, so we'll go. It, it, this will work out well then. All right, so this one is a game I've talked about before a little bit too, Medios for the DS. Now, this is a, a very cool little puzzle game, and uh, it was actually Sakurai worked on it, and if you play the game you could definitely see his uh his menuing style (laughs) is very present in this game uh this was just one of those the the ds was um the first system i had a job for Uh, i was a caddy so like i I finally had disposable income of my own that i could go purchase these games you know and not have to rely on uh, it being gifted to me on you know birthday or christmas or whatever so uh the ds i really racked up a lot of games um and I would just play, like, anything and everything. I, I was, you know, I had a lot of weird games. But uh, this game just is one that, in the entire DS catalog, just easily sticks out among the, uh, above the rest of them, you know, in my brain. And it's just, i have is so addicted to it, and it's just action-packed, fun puzzle game, and it's just a joy to play, and and it's still a joy to play today.
1: Oh, for sure. Heck yeah.
0: But yeah, not 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 too much more to say about that than other than it's just one of those games that just resonated with me and and still does. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was I've always heard that it destroys screens.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're fr- you're frantic fran- well, wow. frantically hitting that screen with your stylus yeah. to to move the blocks around cuz it, it definitely does get very tense at points where it's like ah!
1: Oochie, Yeah. Um, Cool. Alright, well my next game that I'm thankful for would be this is kind of a no-death thing because I've talked about it a lot, but WarioWare DIY.
0: You've never talked Um, about that game.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This game taught me you know, I, I don't claim to be any sort of I'm not a developer of any sorts of anything, but it taught me the essence of how games work um, and kind of inspired me to create my own and uh, just you know help me with everything that has to do with that with with uh, you know I've, I've always done music but you know imp- implementing that and but then just uh, you know working on animation and designing concepts and then Designing ideas around concepts I learned while making a game, um, I just it's it changed my life. It really did, and uh, I I have played it a lot.
0: <laughs> well, I was gonna say it, it gave you a deeper understanding of what goes into making a game, and, and yeah, it sounds like it's sort of where maybe before you were you would just play games and you could appreciate it, but now you're sort of thinking about the game on another level, you know. Yep and i think that's
1: like seriously absolutely
0: yeah i mean for a game to be able to do that is is really really cool
1: yeah it did and so it really did give me i think you hit the nail on the head there it it gave me a deeper appreciation for games in general like all games (laughs) you know so uh it's just it's an incredible experience Uh, and it's so funny because it's wrapped up in this wacky japanese warrior thing but it's it's absolutely an amazing piece of software like just unbelievable the the amount of it's just you can do whatever you want i mean you really can especially i mean they could make an updated version of it and and add a few things and then it would be like one of the most amazing things i've ever seen like i've ever heard like you know because they only give you like a few variables in in the design of some stuff like like movement patterns and stuff like that but you can still like work around it and make incredible things with that engine, so it's kind of like the first, the first, uh, you know, developing engine that, uh, you know, that it, it was, me, uh, so.
0: the the Mario Maker before Mario Maker.
1: Yep, yep, yeah. I mean, I I think it, it's like a sequel to to Mario Paint, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just works so well with the WarioWare aesthetic, making t- five or ten second games. So,
0: and who? Now this next game. <laughs> Uh, no one's going to ever guess this one on there. But this is Dragon Quest Heroes Rocket Slime for the DS. Oh. Now. The heck? Yeah, the, the reason this sort of goes on my list of uh, of games here that I'm thankful for is now I can't remember particularly why, but I felt like at the time when this game came out or shortly beforehand, um, it was sort of like a lull in my gaming um, obviously it's a DS game, like I said, I was, I finally had disposable income, so, you know, I was buying games, but I, for some reason, I don't know, there's just like a, a lull in, in my gaming, I don't know if maybe I was getting, I don't want to say burnt out, but it was just, you know, other things were going on, and, uh, I picked this game up, and I just, I fell in love with it, and it's funny because I, it's like I I couldn't even really tell you exactly what the game's about nowadays. Uh, it's been mm-hmm. so long. Like I can remember like big battles where you're like in a big tank and you're facing another tank, and like there's m- smaller battles in between, and, and you gotta destroy the other guy's big tank. And, and it's a weird game, but it right. it whatever <clears throat> it did, it sparked uh, like a a real hard passion for retro gaming at the that point in time. And I remember going back on eBay, uh, buying, like, the original Dragon Warrior games for the NES, um, like, in box. Like, I I had, like, uh, Dragon Warrior 4. Um, I've since sold it, but I'm pretty sure that game is, uh, at the time of my selling it years ago, um, it was, like, $100 uh, complete in box. Oh, no. So, I bet you, I'm I'm looking at it here, yeah, it looks like it's more like $200. $200, Two hundred dollars, maybe a little cheaper than that complete box. If you wanted to buy buy those uh-huh. games, but yeah, for whatever reason, it completely sparked like a a rejuvenation in retro gaming and collecting. So uh, at the time, I remember I was like, "Man, I'm so glad I bought that game."
1: Yeah, wonderful. I love that. I love. I've never, I i have not heard you talk about that ever.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's just like a random game that, like I said, it was more so. Like, what the game did for me, and then re regener- regenerating that love of, of picking up and playing older games and stuff, more so than the actual game itself. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, cool. this is going to bring us to the last game each, right?
1: Yeah, and I wonder if it's the same game.
0: I guarantee it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, well, I, I have no idea what your game is here, so...
1: Well, my, my last game here, it, it's a very no-duh thing, but uh, that would be... A Wii U gem called Splatoon.
0: Hmm. Okay. That that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um. You know, a, a game that I one of those games where my expectations were low on it because I wasn't really excited for the concept of the the turf war. Um. Yeah. You know, it, it, that that mo- that mode it, it seemed like there's nothing really to it. Like it it seemed like an empty, you know, like a not very big concept uh i don't know so like, but i definitely got it like i was like you know i got a wii u we're not living in this in 2017 yeah, yeah it, there's not releases all the time you're
0: either buying splatoon or you're not playing games
1: and amazingly i spent 60 bucks on it and i downloaded it I, I, and it's crazy to think because i remember i wasn't super super excited about it but i just i remember falling in love with it when ranked mode when i you know playing that and then just everything's but we all know the real reason why I'm super thankful, and that would be because I met my buddy Casey.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's that's the game. And that actually... It is. I could think of now another game we could add to that list. Uh,
1: yeah. Triforce well, Heroes. Yep, yep. I was going to... Yeah, I same kind of thing. Uh, you know, it, it kind of brought... I'd say Splatoon and Triforce Heroes is the birth of this podcast. Yep. Um, because... Both amazing games, but I just remember, you know, playing and we were playing with an NWR, uh, yeah, group night or uh, whatever it was, group night, yeah. And, uh, you know, we were the last ones on the call and we played for hours and hours and stuff. And, you know, then since then it's, it's all history,
0: yep. Then we, yeah, we do our Twitter DM talks and then, and then. And you asked for my phone number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Remember your settings? Like you didn't, you never change your settings, so you got like an email for oh, every like dude. little tweet message.
0: I'd get like a thousand emails a day, and they're all just us talking back and forth. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's so funny. Uh, like you said, I, I think Splatoon sparked the friendship, and then um, then Triforce Heroes really solidified it. But, yeah, no, two very, very classic games, and, uh, yeah, very, very important. It's funny to think what happens if uh, one of us had just left early that night or something. Yeah, I know.
1: Oh, I would never want to think of such a thing.
0: Uh, Yeah, I don't want to live that nightmare. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, do you have anything else to say about Splatoon? No, that's it. All right, so my last game isn't a game at all, but it is, in fact, a system
1: Telltale Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is actually the PlayStation Four. Now hear me out here.
1: <laughs> I hear where you're going.
0: Alright, so PS4 I was comes gonna around, do something right? like this too. So uh PS four is out. I've got a Wii U. I haven't been playing it too much. Uh very sporadic. Um I I, I feel like off the PS four, uh before that it was you know, I was playing, you know, World of Warcraft uh was probably I, I'm trying to think it yeah. Um trying to think the time frame but pretty much like i had sort of drifted away aside from like you know like mario galaxy when that came out on wii i was obviously playing that skyward sword you know like the big the tent pole uh games yeah. i i would continue to play but other than yeah. that i wouldn't really play too much i would be a bit more on the pc uh so ps4 is coming out and i'm like all right like i'm gonna get a ps4 like this this looks awesome you know um i remember trying to win it from taco bell when they had that five buck box and you can enter it in i, I didn't win um I was like, forget it, I'm going to just buy one, so I ended up buying one at, uh, it was actually, I went launch day to try and pick it up from Target, but uh, I was like, there was six in the store, and I was like, eighth in line, and I was like, whatever, and I just ordered one online, and um, essentially, you know, that sort of played a bunch of uh, Battlefield 4, and then, you know, Assassin's Creed, and uh, it, it pretty much was like, oh man, like, it, it, it introduced me, I wanted, to, I wanted to know more PS4, what was going on, so I started listening to, to Podcast Beyond from IGN, you know, and then I was like, hmm, like, let, let's see the Nintendo ones, you know, so I listed, like, NVC, and then I ended up finding uh, uh, Radio Free Nintendo, RFN, and, uh, you know, that introduced me to the website, Nintendo World Report, then obviously mm-hmm. that sort of just... S- snowballed to eventually getting way more into Nintendo games again, and then ultimately now writing for Nintendo, doing the podcast. So it's it's funny that PS4 sort of uh stoked the fire.
1: Man, you went you went even a, a, a deeper route back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I could be like, I'm thankful that my grandparents had my father yeah,
0: and my mother and that they happened hey. to shack up <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah because then we would have never done this
0: yeah but no it, it's but sort of no, funny I, no. to think that yeah. yeah it was the ps4 that ended up getting me way more into my 3ds and my my wii u and then again eventually to talking yeah. to people on the site to game nights to podcast to writing and it's just sort of funny how that all all to sort traveling of came to down. new york
1: to, well, you know, you're in New York, but traveling to didn't have to travel far to meet the the big Reg.
0: <laughs> yeah, the big Reggie. Mm. It all led up to that one moment. Yep. Thank you, Did Sony, you st- <laughs> <laughs> for for reminding me that Nintendo is the best.
1: <laughs> dude, d- dude, that happened to me. I mean, like, I, honestly, like, I I'm thankful. Like, honestly, th- so in the same, I'm gonna piggyback off you with PS4. I was kind of living, like, you know, I've always loved Nintendo. I've always, you know, been Nintendo. I, I love, I get what they are. I, I appreciate everything they do. But, like, you know, in, in living in the past, you know, decade, they've been no HD and then, you know, PS4 and PS3 and Xbox 360. Have, I've kind of been thinking, well, you know, games have evolved and Nintendo's kind of staying back and doing good stuff, but I'm just... Not into, I feel like like maybe other stuff is potentially like legitimately better because you know it was selling a lot more, um, stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, I never had HD stuff and I, I never you know yeah like, I literally was... never didn't have an HD system until, uh, the Wii U. Yeah, so I never had a PS three or Xbox three hundred and sixty because I was involved in the Wii you know, and um, you know finally uh, I and I was kind of thinking the same thing like with the Vita. It was kind of like, uh, you know, this is a way better, powerful system. I bet there's way better games on the Vita. Like, just because, you know, they have better tools to work with. And I remember getting a Vita and being like, what the heck? There's, like, nothing on here. Like, this is the weirdest thing. And then uh, I bought a PS4 um, because of Arkham uh, Arkham Knight. And uh, I just knew I was going to get – I needed one anyway. So I I was like, well, I'm not going to get an Xbox. i hate microsoft and i you know and uh so like yeah ps4 i've always liked sony i buy sony like products like tvs and stuff and so i got this i got it and then you know i it's like oh like this controller i'm not saying it's awful i'm not trying to i I, what i'm trying to say my whole story is leading to the fact with it made me appreciate nintendo 10 times more because I, i realized they actually do know what they're doing and they have this magic about their game making that is just not surpassed by other people even though they have these incredible machines to work with what nintendo does isn't about that and it's they're just incredible so it getting a ps4 and then you know trading that for an xbox um you know that and then now it's really my media device uh it just taught me that Nintendo is literally the best. And, <laughs> Nintendo you know. is king. Yeah, so I I know what you're saying. Even though it's kind of the same what you're saying, but a little different. But
0: yeah, no, no, for sure. Um, yeah, like I said, they're fine, fine uh, pieces of hardware, and they have good games. But Nintendo's for me, you know. And yeah, a, a yep. Vita. Yeah, exactly. Vita is definitely not for you. <laughs> Because honestly, like Vita's library of like crazy, weird Japanese games, like Japanese RPGs and yeah. stuff, like that, yeah. that should speak to me. You know what I mean. So I'm yeah. hoping some of those weird offshoot games that would come out on Vita, uh, sort of make the jump to the Switch. But that's uh, yeah, that's uh, another conversation I think for that's another day. Definitely happen. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of a
1: conversation for another day, I think it's time to wrap up this episode.
0: Yep, but before we go we uh have some some exciting news uh to talk about before we head out and that is nintendo world reports annual telethon for charity uh we are going to be participating this year which is uh i mean i don't know about you i'm I'm pretty stoked about it heck yeah this is an incredible thing that
1: nwr has done for like seven i I think this might
0: be the eighth year
1: yeah And they've raised like over like thirty grand, I think.
0: Yeah, there's a a lot of money. I know uh, the goal this year is four thousand dollars. Yep. It it is December second, which is a Saturday. Uh, It starts at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern time, um, and it goes all the way through to midnight. We are slated for six p.m. to seven p.m. Eastern time, and we are going to be doing a mystery history panel. All right. So Heck yeah! Yeah, we're, we're going to be playing. We are each come with a game, and uh, we're actually going to be joined by David Lloyd, who uh, you guys will hear also on the interview. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to be joining us, so it's going to be the three of us. We're each going to bring a game. We're going to uh, do three rounds of that and see how it goes and talk some games and be giving away some, uh, some prizes as well to people who guess it in the chat. So, uh, some exciting yeah. news. Now, real quick... Um, we do have a. Uh, let's see, where is it? Do we have his name? I, I can't see it right now. There is a faithful listener who has uh, pledged for the last couple years. Um, he will match up to $2,000
1: for oh my goodness. any
0: money donated before the telethon starts. Unbelievable. So if you head over to NintendoWorldReport.com, uh, there is a thread with a, a little donate widget on there, and you can check it out. Um, yeah.
1: So go donate now. I mean, seriously, because it'll be worth double, whatever you donate. And
0: I'm going to actually be streaming. We're going to be doing a week of streaming leading up to the telethon to promote it. So I'm going to be streaming on December 1st, which is the night before a Friday night. Uh, Probably going to be doing some Doom and some some other multiplayer stuff. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is match up to $50 donated if I anyone who donates during that stream I'll match up to 50 of it which in turn really is matching double that also so if we can get fifty dollars donation there I'll match that and then we'll get that hundred matched on top of that so see if we Whoa. can uh, we can uh, earn Good some money for the, for the kids for child's play so that's a really great cause and uh some really great and, I'll, ma-
1: and I'll match up to ten dollars <laughs>
0: To donate to your Yeah, yeah. do it, dude. Thing. <laughs> My money, baby. So then Yeah. But yeah, so that's awesome. We'll remind you uh on the episodes leading up to that. But uh yes. It's coming up. I think it's yeah. Yeah, so uh very exciting stuff, uh, and we're we're proud to uh be able to be a part of it. But Heck yeah. On that note, I think it is truly time to bring us to an end here. Uh you can follow us on Twitter at Talk Nintendo Pod. That is Talk Nintendo You can check the description for a link to YouTube or you can just go over to YouTube and search Talk Nintendo. And uh, we've got videos all up in there. And uh, I think that's pretty much going to bring us to an end. You got anything to say, Perry? I do. And that is
1: to our fellow American listeners. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Of course. How could I forget? Happy Thanksgiving to one and all. And uh, even if you're not an American listener, we hope you have a great day anyway. Yeah. But until next time, we will see you next week giddy mm-hmm. almost missed that, that clap <laughs> that
1: actually like makes it hard for me
0: to, to I do that it, it was because really, of the lag it was really tough for me too because i was like and <laughs> and then i'm like oh god i got a clap that's <laughs> <laughs> you know, where the syncopation comes to bite you in the behind right in the rump
1: <laughs> yep hey we're back and uh <laughs> i should that i should edit that together where it just goes right in the rump. <laughs>
0: oh i figured s- that'd be the stinger <laughs>
1: okay done.
0: I'm not gonna kill you, but I'll break every bone in your body. And just for the record, oh, baby. before we start, I don't like milk that much, and I would never put ice in my milk, so I just wanna... <gasps> I don't want people to think I'm some sort of heathen. I like ice in my milk. Heathen! <laughs> Dude, ice in milk is great. It keeps it cold. Well, to be honest with you, I don't ever really drink milk, so I'm not a milk You know man. what?
1: I used to drink milk all the time because I love milk but then i got the old diabetes <laughs> so it, it it it's like should i drink it has carbs in it so it's mm. like you know i'm not going to drink milk over just like like having a potato in my meal if that makes sense yeah no you want to hear a funny it is good, funny though. little story
0: uh growing yeah. up we always had to have milk with dinner and i didn't really like milk so my mom would she'd be like you can have chocolate milk you know you can make chocolate milk yeah and uh there you, you always had to have it with dinner and you know me a little kid back then like, i don't want milk you know i wanted soda or iced tea or something and uh she's like nope you gotta have milk so the one night she uh i guess there was some milk left over from the night before in a cup so she you know throws some uh, extra chocolate in there from the the syrup stirs it up and uh serves it to me for dinner so i'm drinking i'm like mom this there's something wrong with this chocolate milk like th- there's something wrong and she's like yeah okay oh, no. casey you little son of a gun. You're just trying to weasel your way out of drinking your milk. Oh, no. And I'm like, no, Ma, I swear. And I'm like, I'm, dr- I'm like, another sip. I'm like, there's something wrong with this milk. I'm telling you. And like, my brother, she's like, Brett, take a sip of that or look it. And it f- turns out it was a glass of orange juice. And she put <laughs> chocolate syrup in it and stirred it up and made me drink it. <laughs> it was That's so gross. Amazing. It was so gross. Dude.
1: Dude, I love chocolate oranges. That sounds kind of good to me. (laughs) That's funny, dude. Uh,
0: (laughs) I want to go back to 2014 when there was no dang games.